Welcome to our Elder Conversation Podcast. I'm Laura, your host, and this is Advent Season. At Advent, we celebrate and rejoice that Jesus has come to us, and also we long for the day when he comes again. To this end, we've put together several resources, including this podcast, to help you and your family celebrate Advent throughout the month of December. All of these, including sermons and the Family Discipleship Plan, can be found online at tcbchurch.org Advent. But I would encourage you in this season, take some time, slow down, and remember to anticipate. As a church, this Advent season, we are challenging one another. We're encouraging one another to remember, we're looking back to when Jesus was born, in order that we may anticipate, that is, look forward to the rock-solid promise that Jesus is going to return again. Over 300 times in the New Testament, the Bible looks forward in anticipation to that day, His return, and all that is involved with the glorious return of King Jesus. We could say it like this. Jesus' followers live with the end in mind. Or we could say, we live today in light of that day. The overwhelming majority of verses in the New Testament that deal with the return of Jesus, they are not there just for our information. They're not there just so we can build some timeline. They are there to give us hope. They are there that we might endure But really, above all, they're there as a call to action. Let me give you an example. If Mike Lauren, that's me, is living in anticipation of the return of Jesus, I'm living with an absolute certainty of what the future holds because the Bible has declared it to be so. If I'm living with the end in mind, if I've set my mind on things above, not the things that are on earth, If I'm living today in light of that day, well, that anticipation will directly impact how I approach every area of life, but particularly the area of giving and generosity. How does living in anticipation of the return of Jesus Christ affect our giving, our financial generosity? Let me share some verses. Jesus said it like this. He said, it is better to give than to receive. Okay, how can that be the case? Uh, 2 Corinthians 9 says it this way, Paul writing to the church at Corinth, he says, the point is this, in the context of giving, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. In other words, the point seems to be, sow now, but reap later. Paul, in his letter to the church at Philippi, when He was discussing their financial giving toward Paul's ministry, toward his own ministry. He said in chapter 4, verse 17, he said, In regard to your giving, he says, Not that I seek the gift itself, but I seek for the profit which increases to your account. What account, Paul? What does that mean? Jesus helps us understand this in the Sermon on the Mount. He said it this way, He said in Matthew chapter 6, verse 19, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth. Why? Well, he says it's because there it's where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. He said, verse 20, Instead, 
Store up for yourselves treasures in heaven. He said, There neither moth nor rust destroy thieves. They can't break in and steal there. In other words, you put all these things together. What Jesus seems to be saying here is he says, Through our giving, our financial generosity toward kingdom advancing, gospel advancing work, through our giving, we exchange the temporary and corruptible for what is eternal and incorruptible. Through our giving. It's like what the Apostle Paul said, that we exchange rubbish for crowns. Therefore, when we think about giving here, giving in that sense, the exchange of rubbish for crowns, the exchange for that which is temporary, for that which is eternal. Therefore, in light of the return of Jesus, giving becomes less about sacrifice and more about joy. So as a church family, this Christmas season during Advent, we choose to set aside together our largest Christmas gifts to be kingdom gifts. Uh, we call it Christmas give, and Christmas give is an example of, in light of Jesus' return, exchanging that which is temporary for something that's eternal. This seasonal offering we call Christmas give funds our Give to Go Missions Fund. So our giving during this special time of year through Christmas Give helps to plant a brand new church in Durango, Colorado. Our giving helps to fund the work of the Agape Women's Services right here in Johnson City. Our giving helps to train new church leaders in Uganda. Even all that we're hearing in the news and the crisis that's going on in the Middle East uh, through our partnership with Send Relief as we give Funds to go, funds go to help provide food and housing and, and the gospel witness for displaced Jewish people in Tel Aviv right there in Israel after the Hamas attack. We get to be a part of that. One of the ways we live with the end in mind is to take this temporary thing called money and generously give to gospel advancing work. Uh, we, see, we sow generously now and we reap later. Somehow, as the Bible tells us, as we give, it's credited to our eternal account stored in heaven. And as we think about it, when will all these accounts be settled? When will we see the ultimate results of our faithful giving and sowing? Well, Jesus answers that in Revelation 22, verse 12. He says, Behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me to render to every man according to what he has done. So giving is an example of how we live with the end in mind, how we exchange rubbish for a crown, how we exchange what is temporary for what is eternal. So that's why, because of the return of Jesus, we can give joyfully.